We are recording. Let's play the song. Do you want to be here? Neither do we. That's why we call it the obligatory. We talk about farts, food, Mike's kids, $5,000 beds, girls, comedy, and Kermit's butthole. Yeah, maybe the this facts aren't right, but here's the obligatory meow, podcast meow, of Kermit and Mike. What's going on? It's episode 82 of the Obligatory Podcast with Kermit and Mike. I'm Kermit. And I'm Mike. And if you didn't know, you should know. You can hear us and see us on YouTube. Uh, join our Facebook. Join our Instagram. Uh, on Podbean, Spotify, iTunes, Podcasts. And that's about it. And also, We're on iHeart. Oh, that's right. We are on iHeart. Yeah, we yeah. made it. We made it. We made it. That Here's was on iHeart, and uh, if you want, check out our Patreon. That way you can get some exclusive stuff, and you can hear the episode a day early mm-hmm. because that's how long it takes me to get <laughs> the episode up. And, uh, yeah, that's it. There's a good promo. Where are you at this week? Where am I at this week? That's a great question. Where am I at this week? Oh, uh, Thursday night, the 21st, I will be at 31 Supper Club. I think that's up in Ormond Beach, right about so Daytona. So that's today, because that's when the episode comes out. I'm, oh, shit. I forgot I got a gig tonight. <laughs> tonight, tonight? Well, it's, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's tonight. So tonight. You got to go. <laughs> I will be. Why am I even talking to you right now? I tonight, I will be at Supper Club 31 or 31 Supper Club. It's uh, it's a it's really cool. Uh, I've been up there before. It's uh, in Ormond Beach. And it's a really nice. They do like uh, fine dining usually and everything else, but it's got like this real Vegasy feel to it. Like so, uh, corn dogs are not on the, on the menu. No, no. It's it's one of those really nice bars when you go up to the bar and the rail of the bar actually has like it's refrigerated. So when the bartender is making drinks, they stay chilled. Or if you want to keep your drink chilled, you can keep it on. Like, you know, when you're a kid and you just go grocery shopping with your parents and you go to the frozen food section, they got the little freezers in the middle of the aisles and you reach in and grab some of that ice snow off from the inside and throw it at your siblings. What? You never did that? No. Yeah. Like if you go into any like uh, grocery store in the frozen food section, you know, it's like those frozen. It's like those islands where they have like the TV dinners and stuff like that. You ever okay, see that? If you reach really. if you reach inside, it's like a freezer. So if you reach inside, it's like an open freezer. You can scrape off like it's basically it's like slushy. I never did anything like oh, that. Oh, dude, I do it all the time. <laughs> and the worst thing is I, I taught my oldest kid to do it. So now his mom's always pissed at me because whenever he goes to the store, he grabs like snowballs and throws it at people. <laughs> Your kid's a menace. What do you mean throws it at people? Like at people, like his mom and his brother. Oh, okay. Not <laughs> like not like at random stuff. Dude, maybe if we lived up north, it'd be acceptable. I can't have my kid throwing snowballs at strangers in Florida. He'd be shot. You get beat up in Publix? Be- beat up. <laughs> I wish it was beat up, dude. Like, people in Florida, man, people in Florida are just effing crazy. I think it's the weather. It just makes people always on edge. Cause we're when, always either hot or, we're, or it's too cold, so it doesn't matter. Right. Whenever I travel for comedy, like, it takes me a while to respond to people being nice to me because I get suspicious. Like, I was up in uh, Asheville, North Carolina for the uh, Laugh Your Asheville Off Festival. I'm just walking on the streets, and some guy's like, hey, man, how you doing? I'm like, I don't have any money. And he's like, what? I'm like, I don't have any money. And he's like, I didn't I didn't ask you for money. Why'd you say hello? He's like, I just, you were walking by. I said hi. I'm like, I got my eye on you. <laughs> 
But that's you with everybody, by no, the way. No, that's everybody in Florida with everybody. Dude, mm. this woman in Dollar General just this week, all right? Woman in Dollar General down in Bard, or Broward County, down in Palm Beach area and okay. stuff like that, standing online at Dollar General, lets loose a fart. All the guy behind her says is, wow, not cool. She turns around, pulls a knife, and tries to stab him. <laughs> that's the world we live in in Florida, man. Someone can, like... Fart on you, and God damn it, if you don't smile and say thank you, they're going to shank you. What a world, dude. Listen, you can't be ripping ass and then not expect to get cut. It's been a, it's been a big week for farts because that happened, and then you had a, what, you were telling me about some news, what was oh, it, a congressman yeah, yeah, yeah. who yeah, was Congress on air and let one rip? So there's a guy named uh, Eric Swalwell, Swalwell, and he was a- Swalwell? Swalwell. Swallows well. And, uh, <laughs> and what is he? Is a congressman or a senator? Yeah. Someone we paid to do nothing? And they're just talking about the Trump impeachment. Mm -hmm. And uh, here, I'll play On it. like a news site? I'll play it. You tell me, I'm a professional at farts. Mm -hmm. This was a fart. Mm -hmm. He's saying it's not a fart. But you, you be the judge. Chris, so far, the evidence is uncontradicted that the president used taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help him cheat an election. <laughs> and the complaint that I've heard from Republicans... <laughs> Dude, All that is such a fart. You don't have anyone who heard the call. <laughs> Tell me that's not a fart. All right. All right. That's, wanna, one wanna... Of, that's one of two things. That's either a fart or that's one of those chairs you go to shift in. No, and dude. like the leg runs on the no, tile. Because look, he pauses. So far, and when you, that's when he, he pauses and talks. That the president used taxpayer dollars Watch. to ask the Ukrainians to help him cheat an election. And the complaint <laughs> he, that I've heard he did lift up. a little. He lifted his yeah. ass cheek up. And then. So they're calling it Fartgate. Because, <laughs> <laughs> of course, he's saying it didn't happen. The fart never happened. Right. The so, people who say the fart happened weren't even in the room when the alleged fart happened. So this butthead, he goes, uh, sorry to disappoint you conspiracy theories. It was a hard hardball, that's the show he's on, hardball mug scraping across the desk. Hmm. I got a mug here. Mm -hmm. This is the same exact kind of dumb desk they have here. It's smooth. Mm -hmm. is what it, look, this is what a mug sounds like. Mm, that is not farty at all. That's not farty at all. You can't make mm. a fart sound from a mug. And can we go back to what what the alleged Dude, sound was? He ripped ass. That, that's not even a fart. He ripped ass. So far, the evidence is uncontradicted that the president used taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help him cheat. And yeah, you guys can't see the video, but he lifts up a little bit when the noise happens. So far, the evidence is uncontradicted that the president used taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help him cheat. You know what it is? I'll tell you what it is right there. You can rewind it. His lip raised too. Yep. Yeah. What, when you really watch it, this guy is someone who hasn't had a lot of TV interview experience because he looks his face is so stressed and worried. And he is so trying not to mess up from what he's been prepared to say. <laughs> you can see he's already sweating a little bit. And when you got that much muscle control in your face, trying to keep a straight face, <laughs> that means your muscle control somewhere else is relaxed. Yeah, like that ass is <laughs> when you're loose. all tensed up in the face. That means that anus is just like, whoop. <laughs> yeah, no, he farted, man. Yeah. That's such a fart. Man, can you see his opponents just running against him <laughs> in the next election, whatever? He's uh, he's a Democratic? Yeah. What's his name? That's um, uh, Eric Swallowell. <laughs> Eric Swallowell. I'm not. Oh, what are we doing here? 
Eric Eric Swalwell, a California Democrat. The president used taxpayer yeah. dollars to ask the Ukrainians to One help last him time for you. An election. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that poor guy. <laughs> poor guy, you're Eric ass. Swalwell. Just Swalwell. just own it, man. Yeah. Just make part of it. People fart. He's trying to act like he didn't fart. Mm-hmm. That's that was hilarious. I just can't wait to see him in the house. They're voting on something. So just to be clear, just to be clear, we're all passing on the gas bill. <laughs> Anybody passing on the gas? Anyone? Mr. Senator, clearly you didn't. <laughs> that was a mug. It was a mug. Yeah. All right, buddy. Whoever runs against him, that's going to be their whole campaign. <laughs> He's just going to. Sure. It was a mug. It was a mug. Right. A winky mug. face. <laughs> yeah. They're just going to shit on him. So, yeah, that that, yeah. that was that happened, I think, last night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, that, poor that, guy. That was funny as hell. So, back to the poor conversation. Guy, and say. I will be at the 31 Supper Club in Ormond Beach uh, this Thursday night, which is tonight. <laughs> I'm not covering that well at all, am I? No, not at all. Not at all. Uh, so the uh, they serve like a nice three-course dinner. Uh, dinner starts at 6, show starts at 8. It's going to be a good show. <laughs> yeah, you guys get your ticket. Get, yeah, get going. Hustle get going. up. I'll, By the time you listen to this podcast, you'll get there on time. I'll see that. Well, that just means... No, because we released this at noon today. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Drop all plans. And then uh, Saturday night, I'm going to be down at the Spill the Beans comedy show at the Underground Coffee House in Fort Lauderdale. See, that one you could probably make. That's at 8 p.m. And that's uh, ran by, of course, Fasil Fasil Malik. Fasil Malik. Fasil Malik. Do you know him? I just know because he looks like Ray. (laughs) Ray... He looks a little bit like Ray Romano? Ray Romano. Like a Middle Eastern Ray Romano? Yeah, like a a shitty cosplay of of Ray Romano. (laughs) Hey everybody, I'm hey. just Everybody loves Ray. Yes, everybody loves Fassel. Fassel. My name's Fassel, and I'm just here to so, spill the beans. Yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of regretting that show. <laughs> Ken said it was great. Yeah, it's great. But like originally, when I uh, got offered that show, I was like, yeah, because it's a, it's a Saturday show. I was gonna pick up Thursday and Friday in Key West, Florida. At the Bottle Cap Lounge down there with uh, Comedy Key West. And then uh, that didn't go through. That didn't work out with the schedule. And then I forgot to cancel this gig. And then it just got too close to the gig time for me. You know me. I don't like canceling gigs. So then I meant to cancel. Yeah, you don't know how to say no. I meant to cancel. I meant to cancel. No, I don't know how to say yes and then go back and say no. It's like once I say yes to something, I'm like, all right, I said yes. Gotcha. But um, so yeah, now I'm gonna drive down there, do that show, and then drive back. And that's just that's a lot of that's a long ass drive. That's just a lot of driving. Takes, How long does it takes take you day. to get to uh, Fort Lauderdale? Well, the nice thing is it's on a weekend. It's a Saturday show, so like yeah, you I'm not drive gonna, at night. Yeah, but I'm not gonna get stuck in that goddamn weekday traffic. Like you can go down to South Florida, Palm Beach, uh, Fort Lauderdale, Miami. And if you're on the road trying to get anywhere between like three to, you know, seven, you're just you're not moving. No. Like, yeah, I've driven down there to do gigs before and it will say, hey, the gig is five miles away and you'll be there in an hour. And you can see like where the gig is on your little map. But right. traffic's just not moving. So, yeah, I hate going down. How long does it take for a lot though, though? Uh, that'll be about three hours for me. Three-hour drive. Yeah. But whatever. I said I was going to do it. I'll go do it. What a sucker. Then I'll never do it again. Horse's ass, you will. Yeah, I'll probably do it again. 
if it's good. So that's all your gigs? So, yeah, well, I had Thursday, and which is tonight, of course. <laughs> and then I had Saturday. And then uh, Friday, I was supposed to be at Andretti's. Oh, yeah, that kind of... Opening for uh, Julie Scoggins, and you were going to be DJing that gig. Nope. And someone fucked it up for all of us. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't understand what's hard. I don't understand what's hard. Uh, just to just to catch you guys up. I was gonna say I, I'm trying to say this without dropping I'll a name. I'll say it. You gonna drop a name? No, but I'll uh, say it. All right. <laughs> I'll say it. You know, uh, Kermit and I had a gig lined up. <laughs> it was a pretty decent paying gig for a local. show. It was a show. very good gig for me. <laughs> yeah, easy easy, easy money, money for a local show. Be home in your own bed and make a couple of bucks, oh my right? Gosh, so easy. And uh, good audience and everything else. And they do shows once a month. And uh, all the booker promoter says is like, hey. Just uh, keep on the cleaner sign. They don't mean like Christian clean, but don't say specifically. Don't say that bomb. So which is fuck. So then uh, the comics who went through last month, I guess they told the promoter, yeah, no problem. And then they went out there and proceeded to do exactly the opposite of what they were told. And then when the promoter, the owner of the business was upset about it and canceled future shows. And then uh, when they talked to the comic, the promoter talked to the comic, the comic was like, well, no, I, no, I know, but I only said it twice. <laughs> like, he thought because he didn't say it 20 times, it was okay. Like, he did them a favor by only doing it twice rather than fucking oh, 20 man. times. Which, fuck is one of my favorite words. And there's some comics that go on stage and every other word is fuck. I don't care for that. And then there's some comics who use fuck just to, like, you know, they don't use fuck in the real in real conversation but then when they get on stage they feel they have to dirty up i'm one of those people who fuck is my favorite word in real life i use it all the time the only time i don't use it is around kids but even like talking to my parents i'm like can you fucking believe this shit you know it's just is it considered being a uh like if you're on stage and you just say like f that is that considered saying the f word uh I don't know. It all depends who you talk to. Because I did a show in Mobile, Alabama. And, Mobile, Alabama. And right before uh, we started the comedy show, we found out that there were three older women in the audience, like Golden Girls age. And the owner came over. And the rest, the, fuck. the rest of the audience was actually looking for the exact opposite, <laughs> looking for no fucks. Okay. Because they told the uh, owner slash manager, like, hey, we're going to stick around for the show, but could you tell the comics not to use that word? We find it very offensive. So, uh, the, Hi, bitches. <laughs> the feature went up. Yeah. Which it's always like, look, you're billing this as an adult show. All right. It's been billed as an adult show. There's 110 people in this place and you're catering to three fucking people. All right. right? So, but it, it's whatever the owner requested it. So the feature went up and did his thing and didn't say the F word. And then I went up. I'm like, well, I'll tell you folks. Um, I love the F word. It's one of my favorite words. But I will respect that there's a few people, this table right here, who won't let me use it tonight. So tonight, the part of the F word will be played by the C word. <laughs> <laughs> and then everybody went. <gasps> that's I'm like, hilarious. I'm like, that's right. Cake. Cake. So then for the rest of the night, every time I wanted to say fuck, I just said cake instead. I'm like, are you caking me? Are you caking me right now? And I'm like, man, I'd cake the hell out of this woman down here. This woman wants to get some bacon on with me. And the funny thing is, I could have done my regular set, which I did a lot of it, and just said fuck, and they would have been offended. But here I am talking to them like, 
you want a cake later? Yeah. And these little old ladies are laughing their asses off. And then the next morning, because we stayed at that hotel, of course, those women were at that hotel. <laughs> you woke up with three of them in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I remember the Golden Girls theme right now, I'd be singing it. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to, but I forgot. You got a friend. <laughs> I almost went into, you got a friend in me. Yeah, no. He's, he's <laughs> oh, she had a friend in her. Damn it. What is a Golden uh, Girls song? Hold oh, on. man. We're losing our listeners not knowing this. Yeah. Something about your best friend. No, no it's, it's something, friends. But, uh, Anyways, I see them in the lobby, and they start screaming like, "Cake, cake, oh my God. cake, cake me now!" Like, what? What? Cake me home tonight. Oh, there it is. Thank you for being a friend. Thank you for caking a friend. Traveling down that road and back again. Blah, blah, cake. Blah. <laughs> that's the song. Yo, girl. Yeah, that's a lot of lyrics for that. Girl, song. you want a cake? You looking to get some batter up in you? You want some? You want some of this frosting? You want some of this baby batter? Mm. You can blow out my candles if by candles you mean my. I'm gonna put some frosting in that old oven. Mm. Break me off a slice. Mm. What you like your cake filled with? A uh, part of me believes you get you did cake him, but anyways. Mmm, girl, I'm down. I can have vanilla. I can have chocolate. I'm all about that marble swell. Uh, so come see me tonight at Supper yeah, Club. Nothing like nothing like Supper hearing Club. about Mike Hurley caking older women, cake like it. in their eighties. I'm gonna cake it to the limit. One more time. That's it. From now on, I'm just gonna put out an album. I'm gonna be like Joe Pesci. You guys just I have no real vocal talents, <laughs> but I'm gonna go ahead and put out an album where I just change words to cake. I wish I could play that song, but then they'll they'll copyright it. Name us. a song, I'll I'll make it a cake song. Name a song? Name any song. I'll make it a cake song. Uh you're old school. So give me um give me a Billy Joel uh Uptown Girl. <sighs> I was hoping you were going with Piano Man, but okay. All right, all right, we do Piano Man. Oh well, I'm glad you requested <laughs> Piano Man. <laughs> oh my God, did you have this ready? No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. But, what uh, the hell? It's nine o'clock on a Saturday. Regular cakes coming in. There's an older brownie sitting next to me. Cake, 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 cake. I regret asking for this. Cake, 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 cake. No, no, I don't have. Was it Uptown Cake? She's been living in a shaking bake. I bet she never had a cupcake guy. You rehearsed this. There's no way you. You rehearsed. Why is this too good? It's just a little bit like you're just on point. What do you mean on point? This is you had the You had the guitar ready. The guitar is always sitting right there. That's your guitar. I forget it's there. And that, is, that was actually fucking horrible. I'm right. We need to delete all that. I didn't even know we were going to be talking about cakes. Because we were talking talk, about talk, the F word. You talk about putting on the older women on the, like a 90-year-old. Putting on the older one. No, I think Billy Joel was a bad song for that. I need time to write a cake song, but I could write a cake song. Oh, I know a cake Rihanna song. Rihanna has a cake song. I know song. a cake song. I know a cake He's going the limit. He's going for speed. He's all alone, all alone, on the phone, on the phone. 
That wasn't the words, was it? No, not at all. <laughs> but you remember that song. That was Cake. He's right? going to distance. He's going, He's going the distance. distance. He's going, going for speed. speed. And then he had another. Along. They had another song that was like a remake. Because he's something waking and baking and talking the chorus. I don't know the rest. Fighting and riding and riding on his horse. Yeah, and copyright and cake and cake and cake. Yeah. So transition out of that. No, there's no there's no cake and transition out of that. You just gotta cake it and go, cake it up the ass. No, you can't. No. <laughs> no, no caking in anyone's mm. ass. I want to cake love to you. <laughs> do whatever you want to cake and do. I think getting hit with a cake would be the worst kind of prank ever, right? Yeah, I used to work at a restaurant where on your birthdays we took coffee filters, like the paper coffee filters, All right. and we filled them with whipped cream. And then you would walk up behind someone on their birthday and smack it in their face. What? People would bring people to this restaurant just on their birthday so we could quote unquote pie them with whipped cream. That's such white people shit. Mm. There's no way you hit like a Puerto Rican or you a can't black do man. it anymore. You can't do it like in, no, you get in a fight. The, the way they'll sue the shit out of you. Nah, yeah, that's the thing. Like, and people that wore glasses, you had to get their glasses off them first. But I mean, most people who were going there knew. The food was shit. The service was terrible. So well, you get going, a free whipped cream. No, we tried. We charge ten bucks to hit him with a freaking whipped cream. To hit him with whipped cream <laughs> in a pie in a coffee filter, and then we take a Polaroid of it for. What them. stupid restaurant was this? R.J. Gators. Where was this at? Uh, we had quite a few of them throughout. There the, was quite uh, a few of them. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, why I tell you the place that I used to manage and bartend. That was uh, well, I bartend a lot of places, but I how many jobs did you have in your life? Lots, lots. Go down the list, dude. It's. Nah, there's oh man. Yeah. But okay, let's not after high school. Hmm. As an adult in your late twenties. Oh man, I would I'd still That many? Yeah. That many. Yeah. All right. Okay, like, let's start in our thirties. How many jobs have you had? Not as many as you. No, that's not the question. How many jobs uh, have you had? like what your what was your first job? Cutting grass. Surprise, surprise. I was working for a company. Oh, grass. okay. It wasn't like you were a kid going around. No, I was, I was. I was actually working. That was high school or out of high school. That was. Um, that was high school. Yeah, that was high school. So, like on the weekends, you were mowing lawns and stuff. Right. Okay. And then I quit that, and then I got a job at Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, okay. And then you were there for a bit. I was there for like six years. Jesus Christ. And then I got a job at Best Buy. And you were there until for like four, maybe three years. Until Black Friday. Yeah, and then I quit on them. On Black Friday? I quit, I quit on Black you Friday. You didn't show up? I just didn't show up. I stayed sleeping. You were like, mm-mm. They knew it. I told them. I was like, I'm not showing up tomorrow. And they were like, okay. oh, Kermit. Hey. Hey. And then you didn't right. show up. Fuck you guys. Yep. Why would you, for minimum wage, risk getting trampled by a mob? <laughs> I was just like, I'm oh, fucking this. Because this is back in the day, yeah, they didn't have control. No, man. People die. Yeah, I was like, fuck this. I'm not doing People it. die. No, but they want, But the thing is, what people don't understand, the Black Friday, the, the workers have to be there at 2 in the morning. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not doing this. Yeah. Dude, I told you last last year, driving home from here, I, I got off on the turnpike, uh, hopped on to OBT, drove by the Best Buy there, and there was already a dude like six days before. So dumb. And yeah, like yeah, no. it's not worth it to me, man. My sleep is more valuable than, it, than, than yeah, working. There, there's nothing out there I want so bad. Oh, but well, I, I saved 300 bucks. I would rather pay 300 bucks extra than lose six days of my life in a tent 
outside, you know? Yeah. People are always like, oh, we're going to go camp. It sounds like fun, right? No. It sounds fucking horrible. <laughs> you know why I work? So I can have electricity and running water. Yeah, dude. It's like, just dumb. Oh, what do you want to do with your vacation this year? You mean leave the place Granted. that I have? Granted, getting uh, a 75-inch TV for like $400 is a freaking amazing deal. Yeah, but it's like Ken Miller says. You, What's that? You know, black people aren't crazy about Black Friday. They're not going to wait online for nine hours to get a 30, you know, 74-inch TV for 50 bucks. He's like, what we will do is wait for you to buy it, follow you home, and take it. <laughs> <laughs> Ken Miller, winner of the Steve Harvey competition. Yeah, Steve, Harvey. Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey knows what's funny. Here I come. Steve Harvey. I sent him a photo. There's a, there's a photo of Steve Harvey. It's, uh, you know, one of those silly magazine stars. Mm -hmm. Like, the worst bosses in 2019 is Steve Harvey's face is right there. Like, that's your boss, bro. Uh, you know what's funny? Uh, what was it, two years ago when he messed up Miss America? He was the host of Miss America. Project. Oh, my God. That's so good. We, we, should do a, we should do a meme of that where he read off Ken Miller's name, but it was really some other dude. Oh, my gosh, dude. Make that happen. I'm going to make that happen. I'm I want, I want photo credit somewhere. <laughs> I'll give you photo credit. Mm. You don't it, have to with this. What is the beauty pageant? It was a Miss. Yeah. Crowns are wrong. Miss Universe. Oh, it was Miss. Oh, Miss not U even Miss America. It was a bigger competition. The, what I love about that, the girl's face when when he had to remove the crown. Oh. It, that face of like. Oh. It'd only be better if it was the girl who actually won taking it <laughs> off her head. <laughs> yeah, bitch. Uh, give it back to me. Mm. So what what was it on that one? He read it wrong because he read second runner up as the winner. Right, it was kind of their fault, but why? How did? Do you have a picture of what it said on the card? No. Okay, I figured that'd be a quick Google search. No, I don't have that photo. Oh well, I'll find it afterwards. <laughs> now I'm curious. Now I'm not even worried about doing a podcast. I'm just like, what was that picture? <laughs> yeah, he has screwed up so bad. Mm. Do you, Columbia. Yeah, it was Columbia. Oh my gosh, dude. So he announced Miss Columbia as the winner. And she's crying. And the balloons and the glitter and oh, the Oh dazzles my god, I'm so talented. All I do is take pictures of my and, ass. And they came out and gave her I have to apologize. <laughs> you had one job, Steve Harvey. The first runner-up is Columbia. Oh, first runner-up. Oh, my God. So Miss Philippines is now realizing that she really won. Right. And she's shocked. She's such a better winner. She looks like she's not understanding what's happening right now. And since she doesn't speak English, the blonde from Texas is trying to tell her. Miss Universe 2015 is Philippines. <laughs> All right, this is the best part. They're going to remove the crown from Colombia and that face of like. So she becomes Miss Runner Up? No, she becomes Miss Universe. Right, but Miss Colombia is second place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, oh which means she's and a it's, loser. It's a long walk to the front of that stage. Four minutes of hell. Oh my God. Miss Colombia ain't moving either. Yo, she can't even move a muscle. She's shocked. We talk about reality TV. That's reality TV. <laughs> oh, man. You know what I want you to do? 
I got it. I already got an idea. You're going to take that I'm video. i take that video. Where he says Ken Miller. I'm gonna, and uh, that's going to be Ken Miller's head. Right. And then it's Mike Hurley. Right. And then, yeah! <laughs> and, then we do the, and then I'll just dub it over. I'll yeah, go, I'll be Mike like, Hurley. And winner is Ken Miller. And then I'll be like, oh, I made a mistake. Is Mike Hurley. Yeah. <laughs> you got to do the Steve Harvey voice. Pretend you pretend you can grow. <laughs> pretend you can grow a mustache and get that deep. Like, beep, beep, beep. Ken Miller. I can't do his voice. Kim Miller. Yeah, you can. You just got to go deep. Kim Miller. No, you're going higher. Go deep. Think about Ken it. Kim Miller. Th- see? That's all you got to do. You got to think about your voice. And the winner is Ken Miller. And the winner is Kim Miller. Get a little rocky on it. And then, we, and then when he gets excited, Miss. I don't know. Miss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mike Hurley. And then my smiling. <laughs> I'll put your head <laughs> on, the on her body. Yeah. <laughs> All right, perfect. I got it Please, down. Let's do it. Uh, we need in this podcast so I can start photoshopping. Yeah. <laughs> I already got my plans for tonight. I got to make this happen like now, yesterday. Yesterday, <laughs> uh, guys. New news in the Steve Harvey competition. I knew it. <laughs> I love it. See, you people listening to this, I know you feel a little left out in the moment, but this is how comedy happens. <laughs> You're, You're getting an inside people? look of what really goes on the process of. Nah, you know what? Over working on the lowdown, though, like I talked to the other show hosts and stuff like that. Yeah. Because all our offices are like right there. Uh, yeah, dude. Everybody in there, man. All the other hosts from all the other shows, they spend 90% of their time doing their social media. They're taking pictures of themselves, posting pictures of them. They put so much effort into their social media. And then one girl. That's a host, co-host of one of the shows. It's like, you got to spend more time on your social media. You got to spend more time on your social media. I'm like, how many followers you got on Instagram right now? She's like, ah, blah, blah, blah. I pulled up mine. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. And I'm not even big on Wait, you got more media. than her? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So she's got more posts than she has followers. And meanwhile, I'm sitting here with the same. I don't think I've posted anything new since last year. Yeah, you, you slacking. I'm slacking, dude. But there's no no lie about it. You got to get well, your social I think Instagram's going to be out in three years. Because it's all gonna be about TikTok. I, I, I mean, t- we're we're we are be- uh, we're being considered as a boomer. <laughs> Do you know what that is now? A boomer? Yeah. They, no, because they, they okay boomer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, you ever, have you heard that? Well, like baby boomers. No. So we are. Let me see. We look up the boomer meat and not the beam, but because the, uh, there's if you're talking about generations, yeah, we're, we're considered like the old generation. Okay, well, what do you got? You got your boomers, and then you got your Gen Xers, which I don't understand any of this, by the way. I'm gonna help you out, and then you got your millennials. All right, now boomers are what we always considered like your parents and my parents. Oh, so All my right? parents are boomers, baby boomers. Okay. You know, uh, it was after, yeah, after the war, everything was high, a lot of money to go around, blah, blah, blah. Usually born like in the 1950s. Right. Like baby boomers. Everything's good. Okay. All right. And then you got the millennials, which is all these, you know, 90s, born in the 90s babies, all the, you know, the ones that. So we're, I'm a millennial? No, you're actually a Gen Xer. And now there's a new version of that called Xennials. What year were you born? Um, 82. Okay, you you might be you might be, you're on the cusp of being a millennial and what they call a X annual. What? It's 
a, such a small, and it's funny because they say 1977 starts this smaller group of what they call Xennials. So they're not Gen Xers and they're not Millennials. They're right in the be- middle. What they call Xennials are people who grew up with an analog childhood, but were still young enough to start embracing all the technology when it came out. So I'm right there. I'm like at 76. I'm October of 76. So I kind of, I kind of feel like towards what they're saying about the Xennials, because like we didn't get the train. We had fucking Oregon Trail was like <laughs> okay. was basically what was that you two? No, I mean I know about it, but yeah, that wasn't my game. Okay, so you're you had computer classes in high school? Yeah, it was horrible. Like, was it computer classes where you still had the dot matrix yep, printer? Yep. Okay. So, yeah. And you had to line up the printer, the line paper. You had to line up the paper. And you had, like, floppy disks, like, actual fucking floppy disks. And, like, you would spend all day in computer class so that you could print a banner on the printer because you use all the X's and everything to make, like, happy birthday for a friend. Dude, that made me hate computers. Yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't anything like what you see now with computers. Hell no. Like, my kid's in kindergarten, and he knows more about computers in kindergarten than I knew until I was Yeah, I'm all about the generation now of of the technology. Uh, The technology back in the 80s and 90s is going to eat it. Mm -hmm. So, like, I remember when I was in high school, the kids who were really good at computers didn't get good at computers from being in high school or any classes available. It's because their parents could afford to buy them a computer, and they were at home doing, like, Matthew Broderick war game stuff in their off time, learning to code and program and shit like that. So I kind of feel like that's where I'm at. Like, I, I hate both. I hate all those names, to tell you the truth. <laughs> okay. But I kind of feel like I'm right there on that Gen X, Xennial cusp because I had no, I didn't grow up with technology like it is. And okay. not even, you know, we were good with the phone that had the cord. And if you want a private call, you had to walk into the garage, close the door from the kitchen. Uh, but now I'm living... You know, it, it's not like new technology scares me, like with baby boomers. Like, oh, doo, doo, doo. Right. But at the same time, I'm not like a millennial who's always had it. So it's like, yeah, this is second nature. You know? Gotcha. Where do you think you stand on all that? I don't think it's all dumb. <laughs> oh, no, it's totally dumb. But I think it's all dumb. Yeah. But uh, I just don't get it. I don't. I, I just like uh, I thought the millennials. But so millennials are all the kids that are like born 2000s. Yeah, let's uh, let's. Actually... So your kids, your kids are millennials. Well, they'll probably be a different. They'll be a different breed of, of douchey, <laughs> doucheness. Hmm. Oh, I just got. Of course, comedian cancels show today. Comedian cancels show tomorrow. So now I'm gonna be looking for a last minute fill in for tomorrow's show. What are you talking about? Oh, for your lowdown. Yeah, I went to get my phone to pull up the generation, age groups. You know, I got I got the source right here. Go ahead, do it. <laughs> what do you want me to type in? Well, if I had to sit here and tell you what to type in anyways, why the fuck did you make a big deal about having uh, your computer? You should you? be used to that. That's your job now. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Hey, let's go. Chop, chop. Buy me those topics. Oh. <laughs> you line all this dead air go? Okay. We got the greatest generation. What's that? Born between 1901 and 1926. And that is? Those are years. Oh, no. Wait. wait. You thought you had the, the title. They'll be the boomers. That's what they call the greatest generation. Oh, I thought, where are? <laughs> I thought you were saying that like you made that up. No, that was the name of their. Now you made me lose the page. You happy? 
I'm going to figure... You got your computer over there. Did you find anything? I kind of gave up on this. You fucking... Then you fill de dead air while I pull this shit up. <laughs> You're still on this okay. shit. Okay. We'll, we'll skip ahead. Here we go. Baby boomers. Baby boomers were born between 1944 and 1964. They're currently between 55, 75 years old. Uh, Gen X. Gen X was born between 1965 and 1979, so that's technically where I'm at, and are currently between 40 and 54 years old. So you're a Gen X. Yeah, that's what they're saying here. Uh, Gen Y, or millennials, are born between 1980, so that's you, right? And they're currently between 25 and 39 years old. Yeah, so I'm a I'm a millennial. Yeah, and then they have Gen Y one, twenty five to twenty nine year olds, and Gen Y two, twenty nine to thirty nine year olds. Gen Z is the newest generation to be named, and were born between nineteen ninety five and two thousand fifteen. They're currently between four and twenty four years old. See, that's a huge age difference, right? The term millennial has become the popular way to reference both segments of Gen Y. So, uh, yeah, so you're Gen Y. They just got lazy after baby boomer, boomers and made Generation X, Generation Y, Generation Z. You're Generation Y, which is known as millennial, but you might want to fight for that Xennial status. Yeah, I don't give a shit. <laughs> because uh, millennials are catered to, or baby boomers, the definition that they have. You ever see the meme where it's the baby boomers and the millennials fighting? And then, like, Gen Xers are just here, like, <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> it's like the baby boomers are like the ones that are like, you guys are all so lazy and you have it so easy and everything was handed to you. And then the millennials are like, oh, you guys fucked everything up for all of us. And that's right. why student loan is this and this. And then the Gen X is always shown as they still have the drive and like on hands, you know, work ethic of baby boomers. And yet they know some of the technology of the millennials. So you're like right there in the middle, mind your own business. Okay. So it's it's the Kermit sipping tea. Yeah, I was going to say, generation. is this me sipping tea? It's you sipping tea. <laughs> but no, I like the Xennial thing because I think that's that really defines the you grew up with an analog childhood and now you got your digital adult life. Okay. You know? So you grew up remembering what it was like to, you know, leave for the day and not have a phone. You know, the phone was... The phone was at, uh, the, at, the, at house, the house where it belongs. And someone called and they didn't get you. You were just missing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You would take off on your bike for the day, not knowing where your friends were, but figure it out. When, when you left playing for the day with your friends, you'd have to be like, so back here again tomorrow, three o'clock. <laughs> you had to make appointments, you know? And then if someone didn't show up at three o'clock, 24 hours later, you went looking for them and it became like a standby me moment. Like, yeah. Let's pack lunches and go on the train track. Where's Ted? Ted's dead, man. Ted's got. Oh, he went to his grandma's and didn't tell. OK, he didn't know he had to go to his Shit, grandma's. Yeah, you miss a call nowadays. Everyone thinks that you're halfway dead. That happened to me recently. Yeah. Uh, when I was going to go to uh, improv for uh, uh, your show with uh, Ali uh, Sadiq. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Thanks yeah. for that, man. Yeah. Uh, Kermit had a gig he couldn't do this past weekend, and he passed it on over to me. So I got to host at the Improv for Ali Sadiq from NBC's Bring the Funny and Comedy Central. But I'll tell you, uh, he's a storytelling comic, and it was fun to watch him work. But his feature act all weekend 
started out with him like 20 plus years ago. And this guy does like a bunch of corporate work and churches and stuff like that. And I thought he was amazingly funny. Uh, Marcus D. Wiley, if you got a chance, check him out. Just really solid down to earth. Fun dude, but he's also, uh, he was a producer for BET for years, like producing shows over there. And then uh, he's also a professor. He's a professor of communications at like Texas A&M, I think. Doesn't that make you upset? <laughs> that that guy is so successful at so yeah. many things? <laughs> Just like, all right, dude, we get it. <laughs> <laughs> so right. let me get this straight. I got let it. Let me get this straight. You, you're doing you, this for fun. You, got it. Yeah, <laughs> you're... You, you're uh, you're you produce for a large network, which is kind of what I do now, and then you're a professor at a university. You didn't just graduate from a university, which I never managed to do. You decided to go back there and teach shit, <laughs> and then on top of that, you work at the A rooms when you have some time well, off. Yeah, some free time. But you only do that so that the pay you get from working the A room brings you into a town where you book a church gig for five times more for one show than what you're getting all weekend at the improv. I got to appreciate the hustle, man. Oh, man. And he was a pastor's son. His grandfather was a pastor. His father was a pastor. And then he became a stand-up comic. Jeez. And a professor. So you can't really even, if you're his father or grandfather, you can't really even shit on him. He's like, oh, I can't believe he threw everything away to be a comedian. And a renowned professor at his <laughs> university. <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. And he still goes to the churches and just rather than doing all the holier than thou stuff, just does the funny parts. <laughs> the most metal I ever got was uh, award. I just ate a 10 pound burrito. That was it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. Whatever happened, we were going to do a burrito eating. Oh, was, whatever Wait, what? happened, we were going to do like a burrito eating competition. We were? Man. Yeah, because remember you Wait. said pan burritos or something like you had a pan of burritos you had to suck down or something right well i did that before i did it for yeah. a san jose eating competition and we i was impressed and we had decided we we're going to try and do it in here one day oh i didn't know we were going to do yeah. i didn't know that we're going to what we should do is go through the Guinness book of world records pick the easiest one we think we can beat and go for it dude now when it comes to food eating competition no it's not going to be food eating. oh i was going to say that, that that bar is high we got to find because guinness book of world records let's face it they they used to be a big deal but ever since the internet and all these other entertainment avenues now, I think people forget about Guinness Book of World Records. So you, there's stupid stuff in the Guinness Book, like, you know, longest amount of time someone ever balanced a pencil on their nose while yodeling, you know, and it's like three seconds. But he's the only one who attempted it. So that's what we got to do. We got to come up with some niche, not like most pull-ups or push-ups, but like some stupid bullshit. Oh, we can knock that out in a day. And then when everybody's like, oh, how long did you train? Like, we started about four hours ago. Four hours ago, we started looking into what Guinness Book of World Records award we could have. Mm, there is a shitload. Right? <laughs> I'm looking at them right now. Just pick some weird ones. What you got there? Um, it's loading. No, oh, your computer's so slow today. Oh, wait. I went down the rabbit hole. I should not have gone here. What did you end up in? I don't know. Just like the rules and Guinness Book of Porn. <laughs> Most porn watched in one sitting. What'd you want? Yo, you win that one. You're like, oh, Mike's already in here. <laughs> I like this one. Largest human mattress dominoes. <laughs> oh, yeah. You see those videos where they get like all the people to stand up with like twin bed mattresses and then they just fall down like dominoes. That's all you need. A lot of people. A lot of people and a lot of mattresses. This is a crap load. I'll look at this crap later. Exennials. Also We're known, still on this crap? Yep. Oh also known as the Oregon Trail Generation and Generation Catalano. 
are the micro generation of people on the cusp of the Generation X and millennial demographic cohorts, typically born in the late 1970s to early 1980s. Exennials are described as having had an analog childhood and a digital adulthood. God, I'm so bored with this. <laughs> but see, don't you understand? I mean, if we don't accept Exennials. <laughs> Screw them. If we don't accept Screw everybody, then that makes you a millennial, which would explain your whiny little bitchy. I'm not whiny like, bitching. I'm just saying. What are you doing right now? <laughs> what are you doing this very moment? I'm staring at your shirt. What's what, going on with your shirt? What, don't try and change. I'm changing the top. What is what? that? What is all that shit on your shirt? My beard drop. You got beer drift? I got beer drift. You don't flake that shit on my floor. Dude, it's okay. Once you become a man and you can grow a beard, you'll have beer drift. You get beer drift? I do get beer drift. But let's go back to you being a what whiny little F? bitchy millennial. No. Yes. You're shedding in my house. It's not. Well, okay. Yeah, it's shedding. <laughs> but you got your skin cells all on my carpet. You're, you're right, Kermit. I, I was wrong to think that you were bitchy and whiny. <laughs> I was wrong to think that you just complain about things for the sake of just saying, about. man. You know you have skin falling off you right now. Just mine's no. No, no, no. You do. No, I have elastic skin. No, you don't. Yes, I do. Is look. that why it's hair resistant? Look, look at that. Look at that. Hey, hey. <laughs> the hair's trying to break through. Hey, again. no. It's, don't look at me. Don't look at me. <laughs> cover this up right here. You. I don't know, dude. I don't know. If we were getting to a nightclub, your face says millennial, but your bald spot says boomer. Hey. <laughs> I don't like I don't like this right now. This. Do you ever think of being Jewish just so you can wear a yarmulke, yarmulke. all day long? I, was wearing, I, just, I wanted to be wet, uh, cold weather all week or the whole a whole year if I can wear a so hoodie. Can wear, yeah, just I wear. think you should just start wearing yarmulkes without actually subscribing to the faith. And when people start saying Jewish things, so you're like, nope. Oh, they and walk just, off. Just to cover the bald spot, man. Chill. <laughs> I don't want to eat your liquidified fish. Listen, man. I'm listening. I'm going to shave my head. No. I think I got to do it. Dude, I had thought about it, but here's the thing. What's the thing? I thought about me shaving. You got my poofy head. hair. You can you don't have to shave your but hair. But here's the thing. There there was an episode on Seinfeld, okay? Where Elaine was dating this dude and saw a picture of him back when he was on his swim team in high school and he had shaved his head bald. And cuz that's what swimmers do, they think get all the hair off their body, makes them like dolphins or some shit, right? Right. So then she, she, <laughs> she, he shaved his head bald, and she decided she didn't like it. But then it wouldn't grow back. Because apparently, I don't know if this is a myth or just for the sake of comedy, like right now I have good hair, all right? But if I shave my head bald and like my whole genes and DNA catches up with the fact that I shouldn't have hair at all probably, it might not come back. So, so you're saying there's a good chance that I shave my head. But what is it? It can't come back. There's nothing there. What do you mean? It's already bald in the back. Yeah, but you got good hair like everywhere else, dude. No. Yeah, you, you look fine everywhere else. No, dude. You think you're gonna go totally one day? I think so. I'm gonna go cholo uh, low hair because your dad totally bald. No, my dad has hair. Yeah, my my dad has thin hair just like me too, though. Okay. Well, it supposedly comes from your mother's father's side. Father's side, and he had really thin hair. Did he? Yes. See, my side of the family, my mom's dad, my grandfather, uh, Italian, uh, yeah, thin, like bald, but still has like a little bit over the ears and in the back. So he has like that cul-de-sac thing going on. No, see, I don't No, and, I just shave it if it does and, that shit. And he always says, you ever see the guy that gets like the tattoo of the little old man like lawn mowing up there? <laughs> no, I've never seen that. There, there's, uh, we'll have to check it out. It's like there's some old guy. I'm sure he's not the only one to get it, but. 
you know, the old guys that have that cul-de-sac bold spot and yeah. then hair on the sides and the back. Some dude got a tattoo of a little old man with a lawnmower looking like he's walking around <laughs> the edge of it. But my grandfather always says, he's like, God only made a few good uh, heads. He put hair on the rest of them. You know? <laughs> and then, uh, so technically speaking, both my brothers, though, male pattern baldness, my older and my younger brother. Uh, but then on my dad's side, uh, his father, Irish, passed away a while back. But he always had that white man crazy afro thing going okay. on. Okay. But then he did have that little bald scot, bald spot on the back. But he used to wear the derbies too, like the Irish derbies and stuff like that. Um, I I tend to think I know this seems to be a myth, but both my brothers played baseball, played a lot of sports. And so stuff you wear like hats. That. Yeah. I don't wear hats. So what's my excuse? It's not all about you, millennial. <laughs> It's, I was talking about me and my family. Don't give a shit about your bald head brothers. The issue is me. I'm going bald. I don't care about anybody else going bald. Well, you would have thought that you people would have come up with some technology. What do you mean you people? Millennials. (laughs) Come on, I've been in your bathroom. I've seen your hymns. You're working on it. (laughs) I gave up on it. What? Yeah, I gave up on it. No, now you just got the stuff for the ED. What's the ED? Erectile dysfunction. No. (laughs) No. No, that works just fine. That, thank God. The, those pills work just fine? No, the pill, I don't take pills. No, you don't no, take, I don't take pills? pills. No. I could pop one right now. I have that effect. Not a pills. <laughs> Let me touch your feet and I'll show ah, you. God damn you, <laughs> son of a bitch. Leave my feet alone. Oh, here's something for you. This sounds like something your child would do someday. Uh, you know that movie, A Christmas Story? Yeah. Okay. Uh, kid in Chicago who had also seen the Christmas story. Here's here's what I, I already know where this is going. Okay, here's what I hate. If you told me that some kid went and stuck his tongue to like a metal pole in the middle of freezing weather because he didn't know any better, I'd be like, okay. This kid actually saw the movie and then decided, hmm, let me see if that works anyways. <laughs> this kid actually, I think he was nine years old, actually went, stuck his tongue to a light post, and guess what happened? It got stuck. It fucking stuck. It stuck. Number one, uh, you saw the movie. It's not fiction. You know what was going to happen. But number two, who's going around licking poles anyways? That's like, do you know how dirty that is? But his friend took off running to a house, knocked on a door, and said, do you have any hot water? And the woman said no and closed the door. Jeez. And then he knocked again and asked for her to call the... uh, paramedics and then the paramedics came but by then the kid uh had slowly peeled his own tongue off and he said i left some taste buds on the pole you think anyone ever stuck their dick on a frozen pole what how would i'm looking it up (laughs) i think the whole point of the tongue is holy shit people have (laughs) what (laughs) they wet their penis and then stuck it on they stuck it on a pole to see if it would stick yeah let me. I don't know. I you don't know. See? I kind of do, but I don't want to be looking at penises. It's um. Is it's it just blurred sto- out? It's just stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no. I'm looking for a photo. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, they blurred it out. Oh uh, yeah, look look at him. He has, he has a dick stuck on a frozen ball. <laughs> and then he's in the hospital. He's in the hospital. Ambulance. Yeah. He's in who does that, man? That's a, a double dog, Daria. A triple dog, Daria. <laughs> put his dick on the frozen pole. That. I, <laughs> I can't even say that poor kid, man. It wasn't a, poor, it wasn't a kid. It's an adult. Mm. Horny so, teen gets his dick, uh, his penis stuck 
on a frozen pole. On a frozen pole. What was he doing to the frozen pole? Oh, he was. He's, it he was shoved in. it in a hole he, that was frozen. Okay, so Whoa. so did it freeze in there or did it get stuck in a pipe? No, it like a fifty-fifty. <laughs> oh man, you're crazy. Uh, they had a look. That's a, that's a that's a uh, fireman sawing it out with the, like the jaws of life. Because uh, they're like, we're gonna we're gonna cut this whole pipe apart. Oh man, you can see the ice. Look at the ice build up. Jesus, they're crazy. Dude, all you gotta do is dump some hot water on that stuff, right? But he probably got it stuck like. In yeah, the, but once it, once it goes down to like shrivel up, it'll be fine, right? You yeah, stop, right. You gotta stop being exciting. Yeah, what we, <laughs> he's just too excited. Yeah, he's he too excited. Yeah, yeah, just relax and then throw yeah. some hot water on. Maybe that. he had taken one of those hymns and like he's like, this is hymns, either my life for the next hymns eight hours. doesn't get you hard. <laughs> what they make those? <laughs> they do. Hymns makes the ED pills too. Do they? You would wait? Know. How do you know that? You would, I've. Um, radio, podcast, commercials. Let me look at this up. All right. In the meantime. Not like I can look at that up. Uh, up. Are you looking for a little extra cash? Why? There's a company offering to pay $3,000 a month for someone to just review marijuana for them. I don't, I don't, I don't smoke marijuana, though. Did you ever? I tried it. Not a big smoker? Remember, I did it with uh, um, um, uh, Rob uh... Schneider? Yeah, I did it with Rob Schneider. <laughs> Ah, there's uh, a magazine out there, American Marijuana, uh, which is a medical marijuana online magazine that provides research on cannabis. They're looking for someone to test their products. Uh, basically, that person will receive and critique a box that contains different products every month. Uh, think of it as a gift box that contains surprise products you can't get anywhere but there. So it's me- going to be weed, edibles, CBD, oils. Uh yeah. Send me that. Uh, send me that article. I'll send it to uh, Justin. <laughs> yeah, and there's a, there's a link to actually uh, apply, and uh, they did note that they don't want to choose someone just because they smoke weed every day. Rather, looking for someone who has extensive knowledge of marijuana to educate their readers, and then they want you to post videos of you sampling. So it's basically so it's me doing Justin's videos at Professor Kush. Yeah. But he's getting paid. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I mean, that article. Get me some more money. Okay. <laughs> and uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, you can go and check out Preacher's Brother at. <laughs> yeah, it's Preacher's Brother. It's not Preacher. It's Justin Lawson. Yeah. And oh, I it. thought his website was Preacher'sBrother.com. <laughs> preacher'sBrother.com. <laughs> no, it's Justin Lawson. He does a bunch of uh, videos. He does you, a bunch of weed you, videos. You edited them for Yeah, him, I right? edited them. And, uh, and why are they called Professor? It's a character called Professor Kush. Uh huh. And all he does is just smoke weed and then does a, like a silly review. But he actually smokes the weed. Oh my God, does he smoke the weed? <laughs> he likes the. It's not. It's not stage movie weed, man. It's just. He likes the ganja. Dude, every boy smokes. Boom, 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 boom. I don't, know. I don't even know when he's not high. Mm. And mm. Justin smokes that mother caker. Yeah. <laughs> he's in California. That's like a thing to do. California. California, you smoke. That's all you do. That's all you do. California. So what's up, man? You had questions for me. Oh, for the questions. Mandalorian. Oh, okay. I thought. No, not the book. You want to do the book? You want to do the book instead? No, we'll do the book and then we'll do the Mandalorian. (laughs) All right. Or do you want to do Mandalorian then the book? Let's do Mandalorian. All right. So here's the thing. All right, go ahead. Go with your questions. I'm not a huge Star Wars guy. Okay. All right. Uh, That being said, I've seen all the films. All right. 
And uh, because I went and splurged, as soon as I left here last week, uh, actually before I left, we went out into your living room and you were like, yeah, I got Disney Plus. And as soon as you pulled it up, I was like, oh, I got to get Disney Plus. Right. Just for the sake of, you know, nostalgia. There was so much on there I knew I wanted to watch again. And then I knew there was stuff that my kids would really enjoy watching. Not to right. mention, not just Disney, but I mean, they got basically everything Marvel out right now. Not just the big movies, either like all the cartoons and stuff like that. So uh, one of the things you were excited about was something called Mandalorian. Mandalorian, which to me sounded like a Mexican who went around playing some <laughs> weird musical instrument. And you're like, no, it's Star Wars. I'm like, so it's a, it's like from the cantina scene musical <laughs> instrument. Like, what's what's the musical instrument I keep mistaking it for? Mandolin. Um, that that should be the pair. Mandalorian. Ma the mandolin. The mandolin. The mandolin. It's is like that a, what it's called? The mandolin is like music. We should do a parody called the Mandolinian. I'm looking it up. And it's just a guy with a mandolin traveling around looking Holy for baby. Shit. I never food. knew that was. That's what it was called. Yeah. See, I nailed that. Yeah, you nailed that. Mandolinian. Oh wow. Okay. Well, there's my Halloween costume this year. I'm the Mandolinian. Dude, that's funny. Yeah. All right. I didn't know that. Yeah. So you were all excited about it, and uh, this is this is something that's not. It wasn't uh, George Lucas didn't create this right nope this was uh conceived by mr john favre that is right favre. yep famous for chef okay famous for chef but oh. also swinger, <laughs> swingers. swingers iron man he was on friends oh uh, yeah he does all the marvel movies right yep. uh, your 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 mic stand needs some hymns <laughs> it's, not, it's, not, it's not working with me today uh, it's gonna go down again yo <laughs> <laughs> All right, there we go. All right, cool. So, but I went home, I got Disney Plus, and then I immediately went over and watched the Apple Dumpling Gang. And then I watched the Apple Dumpling Gang rides again. The and Apple then I watched Bullwhip Griffin. Like all these old Disney Western type comedies. Jesus films. Christ, Boomer. Yeah. <laughs> F you. <laughs> Cake you, mother caker. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and then I just watched a bunch of, I'm like, oh my God, I remember this film. Oh my God, I remember this. But then the other night I was working on some stuff, and you know, you know me. I put on something in the background just so I can have something. Yeah, that's on. not a background show. Yeah, the man, Mandalorian. No, Mandalorian is not a background. No, show. No, it's not because I had to go back and rewatch both episodes because I was like, eh. so yeah, I guess that's why, why don't you catch us up. What time frame does this take care of? Because I was like, oh, it's Bubba Fett. You're like, it's not Bubba Fett. Not I'm Bubba like, Fett. oh, it's Yoda. You're like, it's not Yoda. It's Yoda's not Yoda. dead. All right. So this happens after Return of the Jedi. Okay. So for people who don't know the titles over there, Harry Potter nerd. So you got Star Wars New Hope. Okay. Which the, is like the very first one. Which introduces us to to Luke and Give us a little recap on each as So we go Star through. Wars A New Hope introduces to like Luke Skywalker and Han Solo, Leia. And that's when they go meet ba and Vader. Anakin. They meet Anakin. No. No? No, that's 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 episode one, Phantom of the Menace. Okay. We're talking about nineteen seventy something? I don't know. Whatever whatever whenever the New Hope came out. It was 1970s. Oh, oh, I thought we were going to go in the timeline order. Not when they were released, but the storyline order. You try to figure out when Mandalorian takes place? Yeah. Yeah, I'm telling you. Okay. It takes place after the Return of the Jedi, so after Vader dies. Okay, after Vader dies. Right. Okay. So, you know, that scene, he dies, takes off the helmet. Yeah. And he's all like, and he's a white dude. He's a, <laughs> he's a white dude with a black man's voice. <sighs> yeah. <sighs> and he has like a pruny head. Asthma. Um, yeah, he has asthma. <sighs> Harmonica. 
Yeah, he's a, he looks like he a looks harmonica. Like, he looks yeah. like Billy Joel playing the harmonica. So this happens 10 years after, or maybe seven, seven to 10 years after Return of the Jedi. Okay, so at the end of Return of the Jedi. So that's the timeline Okay, to help so, you out. So at, after Ret- at the end of Return of the Jedi, now the Sith is destroyed. The Empire is destroyed, right? Yes. Okay, so what's going on in the universe now that they've been destroyed? Everything's kind of like up for grabs. Everything's up for grabs. Like there's no there's no real like law, so to speak. Okay. Everything's just kind of So like, the good guys won. It's kind of like the Wild West now again. The good guys won, but at the same time, they didn't really have a system in place. No, to, no. They were like, we've defeated the Empire, and now everybody's back to self-governing everything. Correct. Okay, cool. Correct. So then what happens? So you got the Mandalorians, and the Mandalorians are a group of bounty hunters. And they live by a code, and it's, that's pretty much like a religion for them. Now, where were the Mandalorians while the whole Return of the Je- Jedi Empire Strikes the Back? The Mandalorians was are rogue soldiers from the Empire. Oh, they they were all Empire. Correct. So, but were they clones? Because most of that army was clones, right? So, if you want to get back into the nerd part, so Episode One, Two, and Three, mm-hmm. way back in the day, like Clone Wars and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was like Django Fett, the blue one. If that mm-hmm. makes it makes it feel different, like help you out. The, J- remember the blue Django one? Django was Boba's, and then, and then uh, Samuel Jackson slices his head off. Yeah, yeah, uh huh. That one. Then he had a son, which was Boba Fett. Okay, and his son was technically just a clone that they didn't produce. They didn't raise like yeah. He they kinda, didn't give him. He kind of took him out of the factory. He kind of raised that one on his own. Right, while the other ones were giving things to. Grow bigger, yeah, quicker. whatever, whatever the hell they're doing. Go right? to full term quicker, yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah. So Boba Fett went on to his own thing. He he joined the so, Mandalorians kind of deal. So he, most of the stormtroopers we saw in all the Return of the Jedi and stuff, they were actually clones from the Clone War. Were they all like Jango Fett clones, or so no? The, the Clone Wars ended, and then the Star Wars New Hope. They're not. That makes sense. They're not all clones anymore. Okay. And then they they start recruiting soldiers. Oh, that's right. Because uh, wh- yeah, they c- all all stormtroopers aren't clones. Some of them no. are just people working for the empire. Right. Yeah. And then the Mandalorians actually had a planet, and their planet got destroyed. And not too sure on how they got destroyed or who destroyed it, but I think de- I think definitely it was part of the empire doing. Probably the Death Star, right? Probably the Death no, Star. Death Star's probably- already Death Star's already blown up. Well, I'm saying, but. This happened all after, or maybe, yeah, you know what? Who knows? They could have fit it in the timeline around yeah, that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah they yeah. could have blown up the planet and then taken out the Mandalorians, whatever. So do the Mandalorians, they weren't fans of the Empire, or they no. had worked for the Empire? Mm, not really fans of them. Okay, and are they fans of the Jedi? No. That's why not? Why? Because why, the Jedis are the good guys, right? Or not the way they they're see con- it. Again, they're just like, they're bounty hunters slash rogue Mm-hmm. Uh, soldiers, you know, and they they live by a code of weapons and and armor, and um, mm-hmm. they just have a code that's like <clears throat> a religion. Yeah, so oh my gosh, <clears throat> they got a religion where it's just pretty much them uh, living on their own. Okay, and then they they go by a code. So it's guys and, and girls, guys and girls. And um, th- I'm not too sure if they have robots in it. I don't know, but well, for the most part, it's guys and girls. Okay, and. Is it like the Mandalorian? What? So they were a race of people, Mandalorians. Yes. yes. Okay. And they okay. got wiped out from a planet. Sorta. Yeah. From whatever their planet was. Whatever their planet was. Okay. So, but they keep calling this guy the Mandalorian, but he 
what? that's not his name. That's, that's just his. That's, that's his. That's what they call him because yeah, that's like called like Hispanic Puerto Ricans. Okay, so. but so he's the Mandalorian. He's a Mandalorian, but not. And are all Mandalorians bounty hunters or the majority of them are? Okay, and then he belongs to a guild, but that guild isn't the Mandalorian guild, right? Yes, or it is. It is. Okay, so when you watch the first episode, mm-hmm. he gets like a credit. Yeah, that's kind of rare. And they melted down, and then they created a shoulder pad for him. Yeah. It's almost like a badge of honor. So the more upgrades he has, the more bounties he's, he has collected, mm-hmm. and the more, you know, quests he has completed, and that's how he gets it. So that's why like, he doesn't have a jetpack yet. See, but I, the way I interpreted it, though, uh, there's a guild of bounty hunters, but they're not all Mandalorian. They're not all, no, there is a guild of bounty hunters, but okay. they're not all Mandalorian. Okay. Kind of like the robot. That's what I was going to say, because that robot, there's. Because they even say, like, you follow the guild and right, they, right, they, right, they, right. they join and whatever. So the guild is just more along the lines of if you're a bounty hunter, here's the rules we hunt by. Right. And uh, we won't step on each other's bounties and stuff right. like that. Right. Okay. There's like a respect code. Yeah, which if you watch. It doesn't last too long. No, it doesn't last too long. <laughs> and then and then we are at the baby Yoda. Oh, yeah, which isn't Yoda. It is not Yoda. But goddamn, it looks like Yoda has a baby. But we don't know if Yoda... Cloned himself. Caked some other Yodas <laughs> and created that. Or mm-hmm. was it a clone? Mm-hmm. We don't know. Mm-hmm. We don't have any idea what that is. So, And we don't even know we his name. We just know it's adorable. It's, it's cute and we love it. And it's going to make gonna millions of... It's going to sell a ton of merch. Oh, my gosh. It's going to sell so it's much gonna merch. It's going to be the hot... Christmas. Christmas John, is things are good for John Favre this year. Yeah, yeah. So we don't know its name. So all, everyone's calling it Baby Yoda. Mm-hmm. We don't know its race. So nope. it's all called Baby Yoda. Mm-hmm. But we already know that it's fifty years old, mm-hmm. and already it's super strong in the force. Yeah, and it has healing powers. It stopped like an alien rhino in its tracks. Right, lifted in there. Yeah. yeah, and it has healing powers, which the Jedi are not really known for. Hmm. So that's kind of a huge deal. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, and then we don't know too much about this bounty hunter. Um, but what I, I had to, because he doesn't take off his mask because it's something about his religion. Right. They don't but, take off their helmets. But you know who the actor is, right? I I don't know. The actor is the guy from, if I'm not mistaken. Game of Thrones guy? It's the guy from Game of Thrones. The Spaniard, Spanish the guy. The Spanish got, guy. Got killed by the yeah. mountain. Yeah. Okay. Pascal something yeah, yeah. or something like that. Or Pacal. Yeah. And yeah, it's funny because dude, like, they could have just used as a stuntman. They just keep the helmet on. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's the thing. I'm like, is that even him? You know, because he's talking through like a Boba Fett mask, yep. so it's got that little thing. Uh, he could be, he could be like us. He could be at home and f- just recording, like, oh, take me to the ship. Yeah, you know? and then a, send it in. in and yeah, have he's the, not in it. Have the body double do it. Yeah, he's good to go. But it's a beautiful show, and it's great. Like the thing, like. The first episode, there wasn't one word said within like till like mm, eight minutes in, maybe ten. That's not true. There's no. That's not true. Not really. The first episode opens with basically uh, the uh, the cantina scene where he's going to pick up a bounty. Right, but it's it's very minimal cop dialogue. Yeah, but they're they're talking because it opens with like, "Mm, how much do you think these gills would get us? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You want me bring you in code? Yeah. I like how you're giving him praise for like minimal dialogue. Which it is means, minimal dialogue. Which means John Favre is like, look, it's me. It's Star Wars. We got Baby Yoda. I'm not going to spend a lot of time writing a fucking script. Okay. 
<laughs> I'm just, I already have my theories, but then people, are, the nerds are quick to uh, slap you down on it. So. Oh, someone's already put out there that uh, Baby Yoda turns into who? Who was the evil guy from the last three? From the last chill, Schnee or Schnur or Stoke? Stoke? Sto- yeah. Oh my gosh! No, yeah, no, it's just ridiculous. Which I will say, after watching those last three, I w- I was disappointed at how easily that guy went down. Like one's lights. Dude, <laughs> let's not even open a Pandora's box. Sanchez right now is in a deep, deep rabbit hole of hate for Star Wars. Yeah, ever and since Disney took over, basically. Like, he hates When's the new? Because there's another one coming the out. The 20th right? of December. Oh, and what's this one supposed to cover? And it's not that. It's a, it's already getting really bad reviews. And this is supposed to be, uh, what's her face? Ray mm-hmm. has become the savior of the Jedi, right? right? And uh, what's his name? Um, Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren. Is, are they going to flip the script? Is he going to become good and she's I don't know, be bad but or what's going someone on? Someone already leaked the script online. Oh, no. And, of course, Sanchez read it. Sanchez read it. He, He's not happy. He Well, I don't think he read it. I think what happened was it went online. Then Disney was quick to shut it all down. But then people already started doing reviews on YouTube. Disney owns everything. And then, yeah, and then Sanchez was listening to the reviews. Oh, he's not happy. Yeah, so he's already shitting all over. But maybe it. someone released something just to throw it by off. I have hope that it might be good, but the second one wasn't the best. No. And uh, even yeah. Mark Hamill kind of voiced his opinion on uh, how he feels about it. Well, he was pissed on two, la- on two, because he didn't like the way he went out. I don't think he liked. He, he didn't, didn't like, like a lot that. of things about well, Luke. He didn't like it, but he took that paycheck, right? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, and I know there's a rumor now. That uh, I guess it's been a theory for a while that Kylo didn't kill Han Solo. Han set the lightsaber off on himself. Yeah, all right, whatever. So that, just, uh, now we're so, getting now we're getting to the whole uh, Han Solo didn't shoot Guido first. Yeah. All right, he killed him. <laughs> he, he, he killed him and he, and he shot Guido first. You think so? No, I know so. One hundred percent. Come on, man. Mm. Don't try to Photoshop or edit this again. They already edited. They the, did, right? Yeah, they, they went back and because he did shoot first, and then they went back. And the and original? Yeah. Yeah, he shot first. Because then they went back to make it seem like he had to defend himself, right? And they made it seem like Greedo shot first. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. he totally missed. Yeah, it's yeah. so dumb. Because they at first Han Solo was going to be that rogue bad boy. They changed it again, apparently. And then they they changed it back to the original. I don't know what they changed it to. They, I think they t- now Han Solo's not even there. You know, that's a good. I'm, I got a. I'm going to go check that out later tonight. I'm going to look He's at what like, they changed. Uh, Han wasn't even in the room. He was in Bermuda. <laughs> yeah, they, they changed it so many times. It's ridiculous. Mm. So, yeah, man. If you got if you got a chance, go check out The Mandolin. Neon. The Mandolin. <laughs> that, that, that'd be a better movie. Mandalorian. Mandalinian. It's a good show, though. It's a good. great show. Like I'm not that that's the thing. I'm not even a huge Star Wars fan. I found myself enjoying it. So it's a great show. Go check it out. New episode comes out Friday. Yeah. Well, you know what? Let's wrap it up. Pick a number. One between one and two thousand. I'm gonna go to the two thousand questions about me book that Kermit the Millennial has sitting on his desk because it's all about him. Give me a thousand. Two thousand questions about me, me, me. You want a thousand? Give me a thousand. Give you a thousand. Okay. Let's see here. Give me a K. You got the one K coming up. One thousand. <laughs> wow. We should have enough time for this. Oh, no. What is the meaning of life? <laughs> oh, my God. Really? I'm not even making it up this time. I already know the meaning of life. What is the meaning of life? The meaning of life is 
Are you Googling the meaning of life right no, now? No, I'm not Googling me like I was actually pulling up the Han Solo shoe scene. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. What is the meaning of life? It is to live your life happy. Is that the meaning of life? Yes. And then your only job is to live your life to the fullest and then produce an offspring and then make sure he has the tools to live his life to the fullest. Okay. And where are you in this? Planet? None of it. <laughs> I'm happy. I ain't got no are offspring. You, are you happy? Yeah, I'm free. You always seem happy. Whenever I see you, you're like, you're happy. Because I don't stress. You don't stress? No. What's your secret to not stressing? That's the question I'd like to answer. Hmm. Mm. Imagine if you stressed, how less hair you'd have. <laughs> I mean, this is you happy and unstressed, and you're like a barren field. I don't let I don't let things that uh, I don't I don't let things contradict my life. You know, um, I had two very smart people give me advice once. One was actually Charlie Bowie's father, uh, Charlie Bowie's dad, uh, of course, comedian friend friend of the shows, Poke and Bear podcast. His dad's a doctor, and I've visited them a couple of times when we were passing through doing gigs. And his dad told me once that he, uh, whenever something's bothering him. He stops and goes, is this going to matter to me in six months? And if it, if it is, then he'll put more effort into it. If it doesn't, then he just... It's a good way to live. Let's go. Yeah. You know? And I'm like, I, will cut it, I will cut down to, uh, this is going to matter to me. <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to matter to me tomorrow. Yeah. <sighs> and then, uh, then I worked with this other comic named Mark Klein. Very funny gentleman. Uh Worked with him down in the Bahamas for two weeks and just a really good guy. Uh, he does comedy, but he's also been smart with his money. He owns some of the horses that have been in the Kentucky Derby. And so he's a he's a horse guy, too. And I worked for him, worked with him for two weeks down there doing shows. And when I got home from the Bahamas, there was a package. And I opened it up, and it was a horseshoe that had mud and dirt kicked on it and, like, a letter about you know don't clean this horseshoe it was actually worn by a horse that was in the kentucky derby that horse you know trained exercised blood and sweat and to get that dirt on there so right. it's a symbol and then just a whole bunch of thing about life and everything else but um we had had some conversations down there because when you're down in the bahamas you do a show for one hour a night and then you got the whole day off and while paradise sounds great, it gets boring quick. Yeah. You know, like I'm one of those people that always needs to be doing something. Otherwise, I feel like I'm supposed to be doing something. And uh, he told me, he's like, the best lesson I can pass on to you and everything I've ever learned uh, is that there's only one thing in the world that matters to me. And this isn't it. And like so many times during the week, he'd just be like, nothing would get to him. Like the show be running late. Or it'd be a small audience and everything else. And he just, I've never seen a guy who just takes everything in stride so well. Because he had just has that mentality that none of this really matters. Not, not just comedy, but like anything you're stressing over. Like I look back now, like when we were having the first kid, I was like, where am I getting? I can't, I don't have the, I can't, you know. And the thing is, if it matters to you, you're going to make, you're going to find a way to make things work. You know, like if, if you told me today, uh, like if I didn't have kids and you told me today that, you know, I was going to have a baby, I would go and give you the same conversation I gave 10 years ago. I can't have a kid right now. I can't, yeah. I'm at a better point financially in my life now than I've ever been, but I would still be like, I can't do that. Right. You know? So sometimes you just gotta, you know, things happen and you're either going to make it work or you're not. And when you look back at all the times in your life, look at you, you're here. 
you got a roof over your head, you got electricity, you got. Meanwhile, there were times when you were working at Chuck E. Cheese that you're like, I'm never going to be able to move out of my parents' house, you know? You know what? I wasn't like that. Well, normal people. <laughs> yeah. Well, Not you entitled millennials that knew no matter what, your dad was going to write you a check at the end of the week. Daddy wasn't there. <laughs> I know. Daddy was in Korea. Daddy was in, What was he doing in Korea? We weren't fighting a war back then. No, he got, he got sent over there because he misbehaved. <laughs> what? Uh-huh. This is a whole different podcast. That's let's save that podcast. story. Save that let's story. Let's save that story. Yeah, Daddy wasn't around for like two mm, years. Let's save that story. Mm-hmm. Let's save that story. <laughs> you needed someone to torture the POWs. <laughs> you know He what? spoke English. Not too far off, huh? I'm, I'm not gonna. Let's just say every Thanksgiving, I get more and more stories that. Uh, let's save this for off the air, and then maybe some other time. Uh-huh, yeah. I don't want your dad here, and I talked about him. <laughs> <laughs> let's just let's just say he's not a, he's not a he doesn't have nightmares about it at all. He's very proud of it. So, so back to back to this. What I'm saying is, it's amazing that you don't stress, but I stress about everything, and yet we still end up in the same place. <laughs> I worry about literally everything. All right, man. There's no need to. Yeah. All right. So um, what is the meaning of life? You think it's to live your life to your fullest, mm-hmm. your happiest. Be happy. Have a kid. Raise that kid. I think that's I think that's just part of, like, human nature. To spread your seed? Yeah. Like, I know, like, yeah, like, you're supposed to live the, the timeline on. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. Whatever. But mm-hmm. we had a guest on uh, the show, The Lowdown. And she's one of those, her whole thing is about how she doesn't want to date, she doesn't want a man, and she doesn't want kids. And she's 500 pounds. No, no, <laughs> okay. she, she was a good-looking woman. <laughs> and we just started talking about it, and everybody has their own theory, you know? And she's like, and this is my theory and everything else. And, the, and I was talking to her off the air, and she's like, what's your theory? I'm like, well, I got two kids, so, you know, I think that kind of <laughs> Yeah, shows. I kind of shit it on I, your I, idea. I think that... I can't think. Of, and she's like, well, I'm like, yeah, but the difference is when you die, your theory dies. When I die, there's two people carrying on my right. theory. That's know? the whole thing. Yeah. So that's the whole thing. Well, you po- they post to keep your, and your yeah, memories going. Because she was like, well, I go around speaking. I'm like, yeah, but that's different than someone who's your blood out there. Yeah, I mean, the once you're gone, you're gone. You go do a seminar and you think those people are going to carry that on. Even churches are like, we need to see you once a week just to keep you dumb. Yeah. You know, yeah, meanwhile, my kids grow up with me around me. Uh, I know I'm parts of my dad and things he taught me, you know. Like, I still don't eat fish because God put fish in the water because he didn't want man to have them. Are you serious? Dumbest thing in the world. Yeah, that's what I believe. No shit. I didn't know that. We've talked about this before. I forgot. Damn, I didn't know that. My dad uh, married a Sicilian woman who loves fish, and my dad won't allow fish in the house. And his (laughs) No fish. His theory on this is because God put fish in the ocean because he's like, Mike, when you go walk in the ocean and you go under the level of the ocean, can you breathe? I'm like, no. He's like, yeah, that's why God put everything he liked down there. So man couldn't get to it. <laughs> He's hell? like, you see that cow? You can walk up, breathe, kill a cow, eat it. <laughs> Done. Jesus. And I said, Dad, well, in the Bible, there's literally stories upon stories of Feed a man feeding, fish. Yeah. feeding fish to people yeah. walking through the desert. He's like, okay, here's the thing. Where the fuck did they get fish in the desert? <laughs> He's like, the Bible was written by man. By uh, fish-loving men. <laughs> He's like, how do you have in this one? Oh, we fed them all fish. And then you have in this one, oh, don't eat shellfish. It's a sin. One of those is right. <laughs> He's like, so you got the, oh, don't eat shellfish. Do you think if God wanted you to have seafood, he'd be like, okay, everything but the shellfish? No. 
He's like, he didn't want you eating any of it. That's hilarious. I'm like, all right, dad. (laughs) But that's what carried over me. And then people think it's ridiculous. Like I got into my 20s and they're like, oh, you got to try this salmon. I'm like, yeah, I worked at I worked at Red Lobster. And people would ask me, oh, what do you think of the Pollock? I'm like, I don't know. I don't eat fish. (laughs) They're like, how do you not eat fish? I'm like, I don't know. I got a buddy who deals Coke. He doesn't do his own merchandise. You, <laughs> you know? said that? And you got fired. I thought it. That's I hilarious. thought it a lot. But, yeah, it, just, it was one of those stupid things that my dad said once, and I held on to, you know. And it's funny what parents say that they don't know as a kid you pick up on and hold dear for the rest of your life. Like, my dad and I had a conversation about that a while back. He's like, I don't remember ever saying that. He's like, I'm not saying it's wrong. <laughs> and I'm, re- I'm like, I've lived my life. By the yeah. same. Thanks for the code that you that, forgot. That meant nothing to you. You know, I, I asked my dad once. I was an altar boy and he would go to church. I would do my altar boy stuff and they'd take me home while the rest of the family stayed home and slept, you know. And uh, we were driving home one day and, when, you know, it was church. We had talked about life and death. And I asked my dad, I'm like, where do where do we go when we die? And he's like, you want the, you want the truth? And I'm, mind you, I'm 11 years old. I'm like, yeah. He's like, in the ground. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, but where do our thoughts? He's like, do you remember what was going on before you were born? I'm like, no. He's like, it's like that, but dead. And I'm just like, but it can't be because now I've had all these thoughts. He's like, eh, done in the ground. And then it was soon after that that I just decided I didn't want to be an altar boy anymore. Oh, my gosh. I mean, why buy into this whole ever after if it's not going to happen? And even now, I've told my dad, I'm like, remember when you told me? And I asked him right in front of my mom. And she's like, Tim, you didn't say that, did you? It's like, ah, kid always making stuff up. Faggoty theater kid. (laughs) (laughs) Comedy. That's great. Yeah. So, okay. Well, we got time for you get to pick a number and then we're out. We got time, dude. We're way over time. We are way over time. Welcome to this bonus episode of the obligatory. (laughs) I don't even know the video is still going. It's not. All right. All right. We'll do one and then we'll get out of here. All right. Oh, you want me to pick? Well, it was my turn. Yeah, I was like, give me the damn book. Uh, Well, you tell me the number and I'll tell you if it's okay. No. (laughs) All right. Here we go. Um, uh, Let's go. Where are there? 2,000 of them? Yeah. 1976. 1,900. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got that. I'm not that damn I'm breaking it down in millennial talk for you. 1926, you said? 1970. Whatever. Jeez. Okay. It's trying to get thin. Like your hair. <laughs> Take that. Where are we? All right. All right. All right. Page. <laughs> Dude, this, this question is going to be another 30 minutes, and I don't want to deal with it. And you already talked about just, it. Just ask the question. <sighs> 1976. Yes, sir. Why did you choose your current profession? <laughs> All right, guys. This has been the Obligatory <laughs> Podcast with Kermit and Mike, episode 82. Two. We'll pick up where we left Jeez. off last week. This is a real cliffhanger of a show here. <laughs> we already know uh, it. Be sure to check me out tonight at 31 Supper Club in Ormond Beach. And you can check me Saturday at the... Uh, the Spill the Bean show down at the Underground Coffee House in Fort Lauderdale at 8 p.m. It's going to be a great show. All right. All right, guys. Talk to you later. Peace. Peace.